My name is Fitz, and I'm the CEO of the Fitz Group. I'm glad you've chosen to listen to this week's excerpt from our weekly builder's call. This call is designed to help you move beyond personal sales and into building a business in the insurance industry. On one end of the income spectrum, we've helped a ton of agents make an additional $50,000 a year in override income on top of their sales income. And on the other end of the spectrum, we've helped a number of leaders make in excess of $1 million annually through the development of the override income into a business. And now, on to today's lesson. Okay, today's training. Man, I'm fired up about today's training. I'm fired up about 2019. Uh, you know, I, I said uh, last year, 2018, um, I, uh, I said 2018 is going to be the year of the referral, man. I'm going to be great at getting referrals this year. It's going to be, that's my thing. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, and uh, I feel like I got pretty good at it. And I think a lot of you guys have gotten really good at getting the referrals, uh, both in sales and on the recruiting side. Uh, but coming into 2019, all kinds of exciting changes uh, happening. Uh, I, I said it a couple of weeks ago. I think 2019 is the year of suddenly. I think it's the year of suddenly. I think that, um, you know, you, you, you put in the work and you put in the effort. And I think about farming. It's just a, such an easy analogy when it comes down to it. But, you know, the farmer uh, breaks the ground and then, and then plants the seed and then covers it up with dirt and then waters it and keeps the weeds out. And, and then suddenly – there's a plant above the surface. It just seems like suddenly it just showed up. Uh, somebody sent us, you know, those little amaryllis plants that you have, that what, giant amaryllis kind of comes like a bulb. And you sort of sit it out on, on the table. You don't have to put water in it or nothing. And just all of a sudden, boom, it grows, right? All of a sudden there's this, this green stalk. And then yesterday, all of a sudden, the bloom opened up. It was, like, it was awesome. It was the suddenly. And I was like, see, suddenly it's happening everywhere around us. So I think 2019 is a year of the suddenly. I also think that for me personally, 2019 is the year of the agency manager. We're going to break out more agency managers this year in the Fitz group than we ever have in a single year before. I'm confident of that. Um, I looked back at last year and said, what did we start off last year talking about on the first builder's call of the year? Budgeting. We talked about budgeting, part one and part two. Here's what you do with the money that's coming in. And I think that, you know, I think that Somebody said, I don't know, I don't really think this is very true, but somebody said, what you do on the first day of the year is indicative of what you're going to do for the whole year. I was like, great. I ate too much on the first, <laughs> the first day of the year. That's what I did. I went to too many parties where they grazed. They just put the, a whole bunch of food out and you just kind of kept walking around eating. Nobody ever really sat down and did anything. We just kind of kept walking around eating. Um, that's not going to be my year. <clears throat> but I'm hoping that it holds true for the first builder's call of the year. Here's what we're going to be doing. It sets the tone. I hope a lot of you guys last year focused on your budget and, and managed your money well uh, and, and worked on the, the profit and worked on the gross and worked on all those accounting terms. Uh, I hope so. But this year, I want us to focus on building like we've never focused before. Uh, so today's topic is the four basics of recruiting. And I got to tell you, uh, the month of January, I'm going to be heavy on recruiting and talking about it and teaching it. Uh, we're going through the basics today, but I'm going to talk about uh, getting depth and I'm going to talk about next level depth. And I'm going to, I'm going to talk about ultimately uh, I'm going to show you some of the tricks that I'm using uh, in, in building that I think that uh, you can employ and get a lot from. Uh, so I, I hope that you're able to tune in and watch this live. I know a number of people dial in. Some people listen to the audio of this later or watch the recording of it later. I hope you're able to watch it because uh, I'm going to have some visuals, but uh, if all you're doing is listening, that's fine too. I, I hope you're taking notes and getting it, uh, and I hope you review it later. The four basics of recruiting. So, number one, I'll list these out, 
and then I'm going to drill down on each one of them. So again, if you're an anal note taker like myself and you hate speakers that list stuff out and you go ahead and list it out and then they go back and start, you know, giving you bullet points under each one, I'm giving you a heads up, <laughs> leave space, uh, or just don't write down all four right now. Uh, cause I'm, I'm going to drill down on all these, all four of these, but, uh, the four bases of recruiting starts with a list of names, phone call. That's number two. Number three is interview. And number four is follow up properly. So number one, list of names, number two, phone call, number three, interview, number four, follow up properly. By the way, these are the four basics of recruiting, whether you are uh, recruiting width or recruiting depth. These are the four basics of recruiting. Uh, this, this applies to warm market. It applies to cold market with advertising. These four basics, you're just going to follow this system over and over and over and over and over and over and over. And 20 years later, <laughs> you're going to have made a lot of money and, uh, and, <laughs> and you're going to go, all I did was just these four things over and over and over again. It's really pretty boring, but you know, pretty exciting what we can do with the money. Right? So let's start with number one. Let's drill down on this list of names. Now, when I first got started, uh, back in 1999, uh, when I got my insurance license and, and, and was introduced to the concept of making override income, uh, I was fresh out of college. Uh, frankly, I'd been in a multi-level during college and had recruited all my buddies for that. And they hadn't made any money, uh, in that they did buy a lot of vitamins. That's what I, it was a big seller we had, um, <laughs> during that, but, uh, get, got out of college and all of my buddies were finally into their first job where they were paying, getting paid real money. This is 1998, 1999. They were getting paid 35, 40,000 and fired up about that kind of money uh, in 98, 99. And when I came to them about a commission only opportunity, <laughs> no, they were not excited about following me down that rabbit trail again. That's my story. It doesn't have to be yours, but that's my story. And so I, right off the bat, had to start running ads. I ran newspaper ads. That's how I built my list of names. I literally would run an ad People would respond and to my 800 number, I had an outbound message that said, hey, my name is Fitz. Yeah, actually I had Heather do it because uh, it sounded sweeter. But uh, the outbound message, what we're looking for, they leave a message. I would log into my voicemail with a legal pad and fill up. I mean, I would empty my voicemail, 60 messages it would hold. I would empty, I would, I would write down name, number, any pertinent information I need to know on a list. And then I called that list to book interviews. Um, that's, that's what I did. Maybe you're running ZipRecruiter or Craigslist. I got other videos out there about how to advertise. That's not what this is about today. But you got to start with a list of names. And if your list of names is off of advertising, that's what it's off of. Uh, but it could be off your warm market. List of names should be a working document. A working document, meaning you're always adding and always taking off. I, uh, I, 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 I've got Joanne helping me right now. Uh, with the referrals that people have given me, I'm making the initial contact, but I don't always get them when I first try. And I got her following up and kind of helping me through that. I've got her working a working document. She's adding names or names are automatically being added to it. And she's, she's taking them off as, as we have some sort of resolution, either they're getting on my calendar or uh, they are not interested in not a match. Okay. So it's a working document. Uh, you're always meeting people. Even your own warm market is always expanding and contracting. Maybe there's somebody that you used to be friends with that you're not really friends with anymore. They may be off your list. Or maybe you just met somebody this weekend at church or at the gas station or at your, at your kid's soccer game. Maybe you just met somebody. That person is now on your list. It's a working document. It's not static. It is dynamic. Okay. Now, as you're building your own list, consider the following. I'm going to give you some some triggers, some, some, I'm going to drop some words out there. Maybe it makes you think of somebody. 
your friends, neighbors, relatives, church members, fellow employees, club members, past associates, Christmas card list, wedding invitation list, classmates, anyone you admire, any of these people. Now I could keep going with, you know, who's your mailman? <laughs> who who delivered, do you know, do you know the guy who delivers your paper or, you know, who's your favorite uh, uh, checkout lady at Target? You know, I, the, I could, I could keep dropping these, these name, these, these uh, memory joggers, uh, but consider the following and listen, I would challenge you, don't be too um, selective, right? I mean, now I was, somebody gave me a list of names recently and, and uh, she had a couple of names in there. One was creepy and one was creepy too. <laughs> These were guys that apparently were in her phone that she did not like anymore. Uh, okay. I, I didn't call creepy and creepy too. You know, if this is somebody that you think is creepy, I, I don't want them in the organization. But also don't skip friends. They, they may end up answering a Craigslist ad and, and coming on directly to me. Right, Marty? <laughs> wouldn't, that, wouldn't that just kick you in the jimmy? If you showed up to, a, to the national convention, there's your best friend from college sitting across the aisle on somebody else's team. Wouldn't you hate that? Well, I didn't think he'd be interested. Well, I guess he was. <laughs> so don't be, don't be too selective in that. Just put them down. What the heck? What's it, what does it hurt? You know, what does it hurt at the end of the football game to throw a Hail Mary pass? What does that hurt? You might catch it and score a touchdown, but maybe you don't. Who cares? You, it, just try. Okay, continuing on. Here's some more things to jog your memory. Who are the top five people you think would want to do this? Maybe you're already immediately thinking of somebody that you know would want to do what we do. Who are the top five people? Ask yourself this. Here's some more, here's some more memory joggers. Who do I know that dot, dot, dot. Who do I know that will answer my call? I respect, shows genuine concern for other people. People always seem to like, is a professional, is in clubs and various group organizations, is in a teaching position, deals with the public, policeman, fireman, postman, is, is in a manager, consultant, or trainer capacity, is looking for more out of life, is considered a leader, is intelligent, responsible, and ambitious. Who do I know that, I love that first one, will answer my call? <laughs> <laughs> Those are good people to put on your list, right? <laughs> Who do I know that I respect? Like, just I'm just helping you jog your memory. When was the last time? Maybe you've been with us 10, 15 years. When was the last time you worked on your list of names for you? You're going to be shocked how many people that you know are, are literally at night on their knees praying for $500 a month. And you have the answer, but they're not on your list. So we're not approaching them about it. Instead, they're going to end up selling some multi-level juice program, not making anything. And all you, all you had to do was just offer them this opportunity. It's out there. They're looking. Okay, once you have that list of names, rank them. I, I, oftentimes, well, I'll say that in a second. Rank them. How do you rank them? You're looking for six pointers, but here's how you rank them. Uh, you're looking for people. This is bell curve. Okay, this is, these are these six pointers that I'm giving you. These, these six points are all like... I mean, this, this sets the person apart. Now, does it exclude people? No, I'm not using these to exclude people. I'm using them to rank them. Now, when I was found, I was 17. Okay, so I was, I was not age 25 and up. And, and really, when I say 25 and up, you're looking at 25 to about 45 as your bell curve. What about the 80-year-olds that I know? Well, I'm sure they're great. And look, Hal and Ellen Rosen are, are two that work in our organization that do very well. They just earn Paris again. They earn trips every year. Like, that's wonderful. And, and, and they're, they're older. But if all of your team is 80 years old, 
there is an actuarial time span left on your business, right? It's your business is literally going to start dying off. And that's not a great thing. Also, what I know, the older I get, the less energy I feel like I have. 25 to 45 year olds, they got energy. They got excitement. They got enthusiasm. They don't have to work at it. 60 year old might, might have to work on the enthusiasm. So I'm, I'm telling you to stack the deck in your favor. This is not excluding anybody. It's just ranking them of, of statistically who's got the better shot of seeing success here. Number two, married. Well, Fitz, I'm single. Does that exclude me? No, no, it doesn't. When I was found, I was 17. I certainly wasn't married, <laughs> right? I'm number one in the alliance. It, it's not, it doesn't require uh, that you be married. It's just, this is, give them another tick mark. You know, they, they got another point if they're married. Children. If they have children, if they got children, they got bills. <laughs> Man, nobody ever told me how expensive kids were. They are expensive. They just, and it keeps adding up. I don't know when it stops. Um, <laughs> Doesn't it, you guys who are farther along, do your kids ever quit costing you money? I feel like it's not ever going to stop. Children. Number four, employed. Yeah. Well, Fitz, I'm looking for full-time people. Really? I'm looking for applications. <laughs> I don't care if they're full-time, part-time, sometime, anytime. We need help, maybe. I, but listen, if they got a job, they're not desperate for money here. And when people are desperate for money here, the clients smell it. And when people are desperate for money, typically the clients don't buy as readily. They smell that commission breath. So if somebody's got a job that's making $30,000 a year, $40,000 a year, that's wonderful. Don't talk them out of it. I've had people say, oh, yeah, I had this guy. I made him quit his job when he first got started with us. What's stupid? How's he going to afford leads now? You know, how's he going to buy an app on himself? How's he going to pay for gas? How, and don't forget the stress that's hanging over his head of he's got to go perform or he's going to lose his house. Like, think about that. Number five, own a home. Somebody owns a home, they got bills, they got responsibilities, and they probably have decent credit. <laughs> they got in the house, that's good enough credit. Number six, the sixth point, healthy. Healthy. If you've ever been sick, you know it's easier to work when you're healthy. <laughs> Life's just easier when your head doesn't hurt, when your back doesn't hurt, you know, when, when, when your gout's not flaring up. I mean, it's just, it's easier when you're healthy. So when I was found, I was one of these six. I was a one-pointer. So I'm not saying that these are the people, like if somebody's a one-pointer, that, that we should cut them. Like this guy's going to be terrible at this. Again, I've made a pretty good living at this. So don't take me off your list. But you're going to call the six-pointers first. And then you're going to call the five-pointers. And then you're going to call the four-pointers and the three-pointers and the two-pointers. and the one. Eventually, you'll get to me. Eventually you get to me, and I'd be glad that you did. <laughs> but you start with the people who have the highest likelihood of success here. That's the six-pointers. All right? There's also an easy way of putting together a list of names. A lot of times when I'm talking to new people about building override income, I tell them, listen, you can send me onesie, twosie names and numbers. I'll call them as soon as, you, as, soon as I possible. As soon as humanly possible, I will call them or text them. I will be in touch with them. But there's also an easy way. You can just straight up back up your contacts on your phone. I'm listing it here on the screen. There's iPhone. There's a, an app called MC Backup. And, and uh, on Android, the app is uh, uh, export, uh, excuse me, Contacts to Excel. Contacts to Excel is the app. Now, um, I, I, I don't have an Android phone, so I haven't used that app. I have an iPhone. I have done my MC Backup on my phone. I had like 5,000 contacts. Um, <laughs> so this, this, what I'm showing on the screen, if you're listening to this later and you want this sheet, let me know, send me a Slack, send me an email somewhere. Uh, let me know. 
I, I can give you this and give you these instructions. But um, uh, when somebody sends me a list of like, you know, they do the backup and they got 5,000, I'm going to say, okay, I, I'm going to work on this 5,000. I probably will not contact all 5,000, but I'm going to start as, as fast as I can, going through as many as I can. Do you have like a top 10 I should call first? Just a top 10 that you feel like I would get. Because listen, I want you to see success quickly, which means I want you to make money quickly. I, I can't, I can't, um, I can't necessarily make the dials and book the appointments and go run those and, and write the apps for you. I can't, I can't necessarily do that, but I can start the override income for you. And I want to see the success for you rapidly. So who's your top 10? I'm, I'm glad you got 2000 names in your contact. Give me your top 10 first. You can go ahead and give me all 1200, but to highlight the ones I should call first that we can see results the fastest. Okay. This is the easiest, quickest, and most effective way to make a list. A lot of people take this easy way out. It does not offend me if you do that. Um, and uh, we'll start working on it. But again, you might want to highlight the people we should call first. All right. List of names is done. Number two. Now you're going to call them. What I'm going to show in a couple of weeks is a, is, is a flow chart that I've put together of, of how, uh, I don't, and listen, some of you guys, the flow chart may be killer. You may love it. Some of it, it may kill you. You're like, you may hate it. I'm somebody who thinks in terms of flow charts, right? I think in terms of when I do this, I'm either going to get this or this. And if I get this, I got to do this next. And then I think in terms of that and it helps me to put together. I'm not great at putting together flow charts. I just think in terms of them. So I put one together. I'm going to go through it uh, in a couple of weeks, maybe even next week and, and kind of show you the step-by-step -step process I go through in calling a list of names. And if they don't answer, here's what I say. If they do answer, here's what I say. And, and then even, I've got templates I'm going to show you of texts that I send and I get responses. I can't tell you how many interviews I've booked now on texting with people and not even talking to them until the actual interview. Crazy. Uh, but the next step is the phone call. And this initial, this phone call is checking interest. You are calling to check interest. Somebody's given you a list of names or maybe you're calling your own or maybe you've got this list of names and you've given it to me and I'm calling it or, or Michelle's calling it or, or, or Adam's calling it. Somebody's calling this list of names for you. Uh, whatever it may be, here's the script. Here's what I do. Ring, ring. Hello. Hey, let's do this, Marty. Can, can you uh, take this mic and you be, you be the person I'm calling. Ring, I can ring. Take this mic. Hello. You don't have to hold it so close. Um, Marty. Yes. Marty, my name is Fitz. Uh, Bob gave me your name and number and said you might be able to help me. Do you have just a second? Sure. I own a life insurance agency in Dallas, Texas. We've done a ton of marketing all over the country. We currently have more people buying, asking to buy than we have that can go sell them. I'm looking for full-time help, part-time help, anytime, sometime. <laughs> it pays about $500 per sale starting out, and we'll teach you how to do what we do. Does that sound like something you can help us with? Or at the very least, have a longer conversation about? Yeah, tell me more. There it is. So that's my script. That's it. That's, that's what I say. Now, uh, I'll leave it here for a second because I know some of you guys are taking screenshots or you're writing this down furiously, uh, but kind of going through it. I, uh, John, my name is Fitz. Just identify yourself really quickly. Uh, I, sometimes I got a list of names and I'm not always confident of how to pronounce the person's name. So I, I, I sometimes I even will skip over that. I got your name and number uh, and was told that you might be able to help me. You can, you can adjust it that way. Uh, but I try to use the name as often as I can. I love having the person that referred all these people to me listening while I'm dialing. I love that if possible. Um, but do you have just a second? Sometimes they say, no, I don't have a second. I say, great. I'll call you later this afternoon or, you know, just a second. Uh, and then at that point, a lot of times they'll go, well, what is it? 
I mean, it's really rare that if they answer the phone, they don't have time right now because they answer the phone, right? So then I get into, I own a life insurance agency in Dallas, Texas. Well, you may not own a life insurance agency in Dallas, Texas. You, you may not have the credibility of running a $20 million organization. You may not have that credibility. So maybe what you say when you're calling the list, I work with a life insurance agency in Dallas, Texas. Just like that, you're in. You don't have to be the man. You can just be the man that knows the man, right? I work with a life insurance agency in Dallas, Texas. We've done a ton of marketing all over the country. We currently have more people asking to buy than we have that can go sell them right into it. I'm looking for full-time help, part-time help, sometime, anytime. Pays about $500 per sale starting out. We're going to teach you how to do what we do. There it is. You got it? There's the basics of it. And while I was getting good at this, I had this in front of me all the time while I was calling the list of names. I would just straight up read it until I got it down. Now I got it. It was actually kind of tough for me to read it just now because I'm, I'm so in the mode of just saying it all the time. All right. So let's say the prospect says, no, no worries, Marty. Uh, who do you know that can help us? Someone looking for a new job, part-time income, potential business opportunities. You know, anybody, who do you know? Uh, not right offhand, but I come across somebody. I'll let you know. Outstanding. Is this your cell number I'm calling on? It is. Cool. I'm going to shoot you a text with some information about our company. And if you want to pass that on to people, I'd really appreciate it. You got it. I'll show you guys that in the flow chart thing that I'm going to do. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and do it next week. Why not? Okay. So that's if they say no. Listen, if you've given me a list of names, I, I, I want you to know, I'm looking at the camera right at your eyes right now. I want you to know I'm not going to ruin relationships for you. And, and if somebody gives you a list of names to call, don't ruin relationships. I'm offering this person $500 per sale. I'm offering them potential million, multi-million dollar income. And they say, no, what are you stupid? I'm not going to say that. <laughs> oh, you must be making all the money in the world. Ooh. No, I'm not, I'm not going to say that. I don't even think it. Cause you guess what? I'm just checking interest. You know, if somebody's not interested in going out with me, I don't scream at them. Hey man, you want to get a beer? No. Okay. <laughs> like I, it's, it, I don't take it personally. Um, I'll tell you, as I'm calling these lists of names, what I, I, I've thought about it like this for nearly 20 years now. It's like I'm going to the county fair, I, I pay the man a dollar, and I get to flip the ducks and see if there's a winner, see if I get the prize. And I give him another dollar, and I flip three more ducks. I give him another dollar and flip three more ducks. I just keep doing that over and over and over and over and over. That's my own personal uh, county fair game, okay? Well, let's say the prospect says yes. Yes. Great. I don't have the time right now to get into details, but I'd like to schedule a time to talk for about 30 minutes if you're okay with that. Uh, I'll also send you a quick video about our company so you can have some background information before our conversation. Does that sound good? Sure. Great. And now I'm booking an appointment for later this week. Now you guys that know that I use time trade as a scheduler, I'm pulling up my time trade link for this activity and I'm booking it right there. I, I, I pull up the calendar and we select the time and I, I, they get the email confirmation. I also send them a text confirmation with that video link to make sure that at least one of them gets to them. Um, and that's, that's what I'm doing. I'm booking the interview. Make sense? Yes. <laughs> so now I'm on to step three. I'll take that back, Marty. Yeah. Now on to step three, the, the interview. I won't get into a lot of detail about doing an interview on this call today. I will say, um, there's there we have video on our website uh, thefitsgroup.org slash interviewing basics if you go there um, if you go there you can watch uh, it's interviewing basics it's how I do interviews 
Um, it's, and and I, I do interviews, I think in terms of flowcharts. <laughs> I think in terms of outlines. I don't think in terms of scripts. So the basic outline that I do, and again, that video will get into detail about that. But the, uh, the basic outline I do is, is, is I'm, I'm trying to build a relationship initially. I'm trying to build a connection, something that we have in common, looking for some common ground. Uh, I, ultimately, in this conversation, I'm trying to find out if I like them and if they like me. And if they do and I do and we do and everybody likes everybody, we can probably work together. Uh, but if I'm talking to this person and they don't like me, guess what? It's never going to work out. And if I'm talking to them and I don't like them, it's just not going to work out. Um, maybe with somebody else it would, but, but with me, maybe it's not, right? So I'm looking to build a relationship, build a connection some way, somehow. I'm trying to make a friend, make a friend, okay? Second, this is whether I'm doing, uh, again, cold market interviews or warm market interviews, it doesn't matter. This is how I'm doing the interviews. Next step is I'm identifying the need. A lot of times I get into that conversation just by finding out what, what their background is, what they've been doing, and, and, and really what, what they're missing right now. Um, a question I love to ask, if they're working with an insurance company right now, for example, I say on a scale of one to 10, how would you rate that company? Well, an eight. Okay, what would they have to do to become a 10? I love asking that question. Now you know what they're looking for, okay? But ultimately, here's these five things is what they're looking for with us. If they're not looking for one of these five things, then we don't have a match for them, okay? Number one, market. And a lot of times on the list of names, we're talking to non-licensed people. So this, this one wouldn't really apply to them. Uh, but if you're talking to a licensed person, uh, maybe they are, um, maybe they do uh, uh, Medicare supplements, uh, enrollments, or maybe they do the health insurance enrollment, the, uh, the ACA. Maybe, maybe that's what they're doing. Uh, and, and they're looking for something more year round, right? So they may be looking for what, we're, what we got with our market. Number two, companies. They, they, may, they may be looking for good companies that can issue business. We certainly got those. Number three, they may be looking for leads. Uh, Non-licensed people and licensed people love, and, and they, they are curious about, who am I going to sell this stuff to, <laughs> right? Uh, well, you can sell it to anybody. Uh, we also have a lead program on top of that uh, that can help supplement your efforts in making sales. Again, not telling you how to do the interview right now, just kind of going through the basics of the basics. Number four, need. They may be looking for support. A non-licensed person that, that, that's, that's feeling a little bit nervous about getting their license and starting a new business that they don't know anything about, it's important that you emphasize that we are there to help you through this. We are there to, to teach you everything you need to know. Support is important. But you'll also find this with licensed agents. A lot of licensed agents have the story of, I got started with XYZ company and they just threw me to the wolves and I never succeeded. But I knew I could have had they provided support. Guess what? There's your need. That's their need. And number five, money. Money. Some people are, 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 the money is purely simple. It's just, they're, they're just to make an, interested in making the $500 a sale. But a lot of people want to build something bigger than a sales job. They, they want to build a business where they help other people make money. Uh, we have that opportunity. And you know, in the industry, most people don't focus on that. Um, I, I think for, for years and years and years, we've kind of set ourselves apart as being a company that develops businesses, not just producers. Uh, and I think we're going to see over the next five, 10 years, we're going to be even more so. Uh, that's what we do and what we're known for. Uh, and so this is a need that people may have. Well, once you identify the need, just like any sale, show them how you can fill it. And then close the deal. Again, if you want more details on those interviewing basics, I'm, I'm sure it's a topic we'll talk about in the future, uh, but you can go to our website and watch that video now. Uh, well, not now, wait till after this is done. <laughs> But it's how I do it. You can, if you look on our site too, you can also see me actually doing some live interviews. 
uh, and how I do those. Anyway, moving on. Number four, follow up properly. Follow up properly. Follow up is where we lose people. <laughs> follow up is where we lose people. Now, uh, I use a customer relationship management tool called Salesforce. Some of you guys use Salesforce as well. If Salesforce is something that you're interested in learning more about, we can certainly have a conversation about that and get you hooked up on it. Uh, I love it. it I, I document stuff in there. It keeps me uh, reminded of things that I need to do and reminds me of things that I've done, conversations that I had. I had a conversation this morning with a gentleman at nine o'clock. We've had three conversations leading up to this one and he decided not to come on board with us. I had decided he wasn't coming on board with us too. Um, but we just made it official this morning in the conversation. But before the conversation, I can go back and look at the notes I'd taken on the other calls. Um, and going forward, somebody comes on board. Yes, they're interested. Well, we got to get them licensed if they're not, right? We, we got we to step them through that process. Once they're licensed, we got to get them contracted. We got to get them trained. We got to get them out there in the field. There are plenty of opportunities to lose people in that follow-up. One of the things I would encourage you to do is get them scheduled into the assembly line. Uh, this is another video on our website, uh, fitzgroup.org slash assembly line basics. Uh, go there and you can watch this. This is kind of a, an overview of how our assembly line works. Uh, thinking in terms of, you know, you got a, you, you got a business here. It's a factory. Well, the factory needs an assembly line, but the important piece of the assembly line without getting into all the details of that in this call, the important piece is what we like to call BAM fam book a meeting from a meeting. The, the assembly line and what you'll see in that video is at one for scheduling purposes, we will schedule out every, every piece of somebody's initial training in the first conversation, kind of an assembly line. We're going to slowly assemble you into making dials and booking appointments this week. Uh, but you know, if somebody's not licensed yet, we're not putting them on the assembly line necessarily. When I'm having a conversation with a non-licensed person, I've got to fast track them. I got to get them signed up for license coach or if you use Excel or whatever you use to get people licensed, I prefer license coach. I'm not married to them. I just, I just like the customer support they provide me. Uh, and they do a good job for the, for the agent. I get them signed up for license coach. I help them get signed up for their state exam. I help them uh, make sure that the, the application and fingerprints are done if, it, if it's required in their state. I, I step them through that process. And once that license is in, I get, I get them contracted and they start the training process. All of it is booking a meeting from a meeting. Listen, when you are in a meeting with a client or you're in a meeting with a potential agent, you, at least you, needs to know when you're getting back together, specifically. Well, you had a great conversation with that person. When are you getting back with them? Next week? Like all week you're getting back with them? Or is there a specific day or a certain time? Was it in the morning or the evening? When you're booking a meeting from a meeting, there is a specific time you know you're getting back with them. Now, uh, sometimes they don't necessarily know. Like I, I've got a, a conversation on Wednesday. I haven't booked a time with this person. I talked to them back in the beginning of December. Uh, and, and they were going to be out of the country, yada, yada, yada. There's a potential recruit coming on board. Uh, and just, it wasn't going to work until, you know, give me a chance to get back in the country. Uh, maybe the you know, first week and a half uh, after the first week and a half of the, of the new month, new year. Yeah, I'd love to chat. I put it on my calendar to call her on January 9th. She doesn't know I'm calling her on January 9th, but I'm calling her on January 9th. Uh, so at, at the very least, you need to have that. But ideally, you both know when the next appointment is. <laughs> Whenever you talk with a new agent, make sure of where they are in the process. This is following up. You know, we're not a recruiting company. We sell insurance. That's what we do. That's, that's how we make money is selling insurance. We don't make money recruiting. We don't make money with leads. We make money selling and issuing insurance. So whenever you're talking with a new agent, you need to figure out where they are in that process. 
maybe they're falling through the cracks. Get them back on the right track. Get them back. I, I, I can't tell you how many, how many agents I've talked to, the new agent coming on board, and maybe they missed one of the training conversations. Well, when I call them and I'm talking to them, I find that out. I get them rescheduled for that training conversation. Get them back on that assembly line. Make sure where they are. Get them right back on the right track. I love asking the question, can I help you build your override income? When people join Slack, I send them that message directly uh, because I want to help them with that. Can I help you build your override income? Will you let me? Would you like my help in building your override income? I used to talk about building a business. A lot of people are, are intimidated by that, but override income, everybody wants that. If they want the override income, help get them on these four basics. Walk them through this process. These four things are not just for you. These four things are for people that you're bringing on board. So if they want to build an override income, guess I'm having a conversation. I'm talking to them about putting together a list. And then I'm going to start calling it. <laughs> and then I'm going to book interviews. And then I'm going to follow up with them. And hopefully, ideally, it's not required, but it really is strongly encouraged. I have them along with me every step of the way. So they're learning by example not just by this recording, right? <laughs> Ultimately, I believe a recruit isn't a recruit until he has a recruit. An agent isn't an agent until he has an agent underneath him. Uh, this, you wanna, in, in building this business, you want to create stickability. You want to create stickiness where, where, where people stick. You don't want to constantly be replacing uh, your, <laughs> the, the, the revolving door of agents. How do we do that? We give them something to lose, right? But give them something to lose. What's that? Override income. They don't want to lose the override income. You hire some. Listen, the first override check I got was for like 60 bucks. I was in heaven. I thought I just won the freaking lottery. I made 1800 on my personal sales. I was more excited about the 60 buck override. I promise you. And because that's where the big money is. I mean, big money, millions. That's where it's made is in the overrides. So if you're building your agency and when you're building your agency, you need to adopt this attitude of a recruit isn't a recruit until, I, until I've got somebody underneath Okay. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with the Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.